0: Good evening everyone. This evening's lesson um, was mostly written to myself and my dear wife. Um, She is the main caregiver, as you know, for my mother and has been for 12 years. And before that she was the main caregiver for her mother. And her, and her dad. And so the title this evening is The Care We Give. And I drew the passage, Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 1 through 3. It's pretty well known to most of us. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. The thought of grown children abusing their elderly parents is hard to imagine. Most grown children acknowledge the love and sacrifice their parents made for them and respond with gratitude. However, we are living in a time when the abuse of elderly parents has become a problem in our culture. We often hear stories of verbal, physical, and emotional abuse of elderly people caused by their own children. The Apostle Paul accurately described our culture when he wrote about some in the first century who were without natural affection, Romans 1.31. This expression comes from the Greek word astorgos, meaning without love of kindred. While this unnatural affection is often used to describe parents who abuse their own children, it is just as applicable in describing children who abuse their own parents. It is indeed unnatural to be lacking in love toward those who we should love and honor. Fortunately, however, most people love, respect, and desire to repay their aging parents for all the love and sacrifice they willingly made for them. For those of us who are attempting to give loving care to their aging parents, or to encourage those who are doing so, here are four suggestions that will help. Number one, be grateful. While caring for aging parents can be stressful and a drain on our time and resources, we need to give thanks that we still have our parents or a parent with us. My wife will often go over to tend to something mom needs and it is never a quick visit. It's always, mom, uh, what can I do to help you with this? But it always leads to this job and this job and this job and Carol will come home and she'll say well that was another four hour visit and um, she doesn't complain but you could tell she's worn she's worn out she may be coming home and she's going to get ready in two hours to go to her job Um, or she may be tending to something in the house because Everybody knows I'm not very good at cooking, and um, so she tends to move to that. Many people would gladly trade places with us if they could be given the opportunity to sit down and talk with their mother and father one more time, to be able to listen to their advice, to be able to laugh with them, to tell them how much you love them, or to just sit in silence and hold their hand. While in the middle of the trials that come with providing care, let us never forget how God has blessed our lives. The Apostle Paul reminds us in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verses 16 through 18 to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Number two, practice the golden rule. The Bible tells us in Matthew 7:12. therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. If we would make it our goal to do for our aging parents what we would want done for us. In the same situation, we will be caring for our parents with the utmost love and tenderness. Sometimes it is very difficult to do this. You tell your mom, I bought you this lifeline so that when you fall, you can get help immediately. And you get a call in Texas and the lady on the line says, We have no power coming from the main source in your mother's apartment. We get home and she decided to tear it out of the wall. It was a nuisance because it kept saying, charge me, charge me. That's what happens when you're taking care of your loved ones. Every day is not what people on the outside think it is. It's not a bed of roses looking through uh, some special glass mirror is not real life. That's not what it is to take care of your parents. It takes commitment, it takes God, and it takes a lot of love to continue day in and day out to show the care that your mother or father needs. Look beyond the obvious is number three. In the seventh chapter of the book of Luke, we find the story of our Lord being invited to eat in the home of a Pharisee by the name of Simon. However, this meal was interrupted by a sinful woman falling at Jesus' feet and making a big scene. And we're going to turn there, this passage in chapter 7 of the book of Luke, and we're going to read verses 36 through 50. 36 through 50 of Luke chapter 7. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city was a sinner. When she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil. And stood at his feet behind him weeping, and she began to wash his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head. And she kissed his feet, and anointed them with fragrant oil. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, This man, if he was a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is, who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has ceased, has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in, you did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But for to who to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives? sin. Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. In the midst of all the commotion, Jesus asked the Pharisee in verse 44, do you see this woman? Of course he saw her. How could he not see her? She had just interrupted their dinner and made a huge scene. But all Simon saw was a sinful woman while Jesus saw in her so much more. When caring for the aged, we may be tempted to see only one who cannot feed themselves, or one who cannot remember to take their medicine, or one who is constantly making messes, or worst of all, a blank, empty life waiting to die. But I encourage you to see beyond that Because there is so much more to see. Adopt the vision of our Lord. See more than the obvious. See in your aging parents the newborn baby they used to be. And how they were loved by their parents. See the young bride or groom that they once were. And the feelings they must have had as their life and their dreams and their hopes were all before them. See the proud parents they used to be when they held you in their arms and their hearts were full of love. See them as the teary-eyed and concerned parents that they once were when you left home to start on your own. See them as the adult children they used to be and the sacrifices that they made for their aging parents. In other words, look beyond the obvious through the eyes of Jesus. When you're tempted to focus on the external issues of your parents' present life and see only what is going on today, take on the perspective of Jesus and learn to see as he sees. When you do, your burdens will be lighter, your sacrifices will become easier, and your attitude will become more thankful And compassionate and number four see it as a ministry sometimes I will overhear a caregiver in our congregation apologize for not being able to be involved in a particular church activity their apology it indicates that they do not recognize the value of what they are doing service to one's parents who are in need is nothing for which to apologize for. Nor is it something that is less important than other church activities. Lovingly taking care of one's aging parents is a powerful way to show Jesus to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and your co-workers. In 1916, Albert Orsborn wrote the lyrics to a song entitled, Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. Consider the message of this song. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me, all his wonderful passion and purity. May his spirit divine, all my being refined. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. From the dawn of the morning to close of day, in example in deeds and in all you say, Lay your gifts at his feet. Ever strive to keep sweet. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in you. The perseverance, sacrifice, compassion, and love that goes into caring for one's aging parents is one of the clearest pictures of Jesus the world around us may ever see. The sweet and gentle spirit of my wife And others who serve and sacrifice without becoming embittered and critical is a reflection of our Lord that will not soon be forgotten. So that's our message this evening. We now offer an invitation. If there's anyone here that has a burden on their heart this evening, you may be going through a very stressful time taking care of your parent or parent's. And need our support in prayer this evening. Whatever your need is, won't you please let us know what that is as together we stand and sing our hymn of invitation.